0: Thank you for listening to the Limahan Basketball Podcast, which is now co-presented by Globally Ballin. Be sure to catch out and subscribe to our podcast via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you can get your podcasts. Also, add us on Facebook, facebook.com slash limahanpodcast, facebook.com slash limahanpodcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hop in and welcome aboard. It's your boy once again, Lance Fernandez, and this is the Limahan Basketball Podcast, a podcast about everything Philippine basketball. Whether it's professional basketball, semi-pro basketball, collegiate basketball, 3x3 basketball, women's basketball, and everything and everything basketball under the Philippine sun. Glad that you can join us today, October 9, 2019, and it's our second episode for the month, and we are starting to get our groove as we go back into podcasting. We will try to have um, a schedule of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this podcast so that we can um, deliver constant information and commentary about the biggest news in Philippine basketball. So, a lot of things have been going on uh, lately, and uh, all of the major leagues are in full swing. PBA is in full swing, MPBL as well, and uh, the UAAP Men's Basketball Tournament is already in its second round, and that's why... uh, we won't run out of topics to discuss for the upcoming episodes but for now as always we will uh, focus on five topics and uh, we will start with the uh, women's basketball and uh, it's just hard not to mention the achievements of uh, the NU Lady Bulldogs because they have stretched their winning streak to 89 games so just imagine the longevity of their record and regardless of who has played and who has left because uh, that's uh, the fact of life in college basketball they have maintained the record and they have been challenged uh, only a few times wherein uh, they had um, near um, losses or scares that the the streak might be broken and it's just right to uh, give them props and credit For this kind of streak because uh, it hasn't been close uh, lately and they have just been dominating all of their opposition for the last half decade or uh, even more and it's likely that the streak would continue because they still have the best players not really sure if it will continue past uh, season 82 but at least for now we can say that Uh, bearing any injury or any uh, uh, poor play um, if I may say uh, they might uh, march once again towards uh, another championship so uh, hats off to coach uh, Patrick Aquino who has done a stellar job in handling the program and of course recruiting the best uh, women's basketball talent around the country and uh, also overseas to be, um, to to Don or to wear the the New Jersey for women's basketball and I'm not sure when the streak would end so it's now at 89 and they just have uh, a few games to go and it's likely that there would be another step ladder final four format for women's basketball again so once they finish the uh, second round of eliminations then they would have a lengthy rest because the three other teams in the final four would uh, undergo the step ladder and that would buy them time to recuperate and also to refine their game because as any championship coach would say and even Winning players would say that even though they have dominated their opponents, that there are still rooms for error and rooms for improvement to even improve their standing and improve their craft, so that uh, there won't be any slip-ups and there won't be any challenges or obstacles that they couldn't face. So, uh, all credit goes to um, the athletic division of uh, National University and. the players who have been, uh, or who have contributed in one way or another throughout the streak, and of course, um, more importantly, the the main mentor, Coach Patrick Keno, who has been there for uh, throughout the streak, if I may say. And this is a kind of streak that uh, basketball fans should be aware about because, um, aside from uh, the fact that it's just a monumental streak imagine not losing for 89 straight games uh, even in the pba that's unimaginable and they are doing it with uh, uh, a revolving door of players so hats off to the women of the annual lady bulldogs men a uh, women's basketball team rather and uh may they continue their streak up until uh, who knows when uh for now um It's evident that they are the powerhouse in the UAAP women's basketball circuit and only time can tell or maybe only bad recruitment can tell whether that streak would end soon or it would trickle on for a few more years. Continuing the theme of streaks, the Ateneo Blue Eagles men's basketball squad have won their ninth straight uh, elimination match in UAAP season 82 and they have escaped the Adamson Soaring Falcons 80 74. And uh, I said escape because Adamson had its chances to put the first loss of uh, the Blue Eagles. But unfortunately, uh, the breaks of the game, especially towards the end, came towards uh, the, the Blue Eagle side. And that's why they escaped with a victory. And uh, of course, with the great teams, there are moments or there are times in which um, not everything will go your way. Um, some players will struggle. Some couldn't find their mark but despite those circumstances you always find a way to win and that's why Ateneo is still 9-0 Dissecting the numbers for this game Ateneo surprisingly shot only 29% from 3 point land just imagine their percentage from uh, that stripe or from that area Uh, in their game against UP uh, their, their dominating win In contrast, uh, Adamson had 42% three-point shooting, so that's uh, one factor that helped uh, the soaring Falcons of coach uh, Franz Pomarin to uh, stay in the game and keep it close. But unfortunately, they couldn't get uh, over the hill, and Ateneo is still undefeated. However, um, staying in the tune of finding a way to win seems like... The blue eagles use fast break points as their antidote to adamson's three-point shooting as far as uh, fast break points are concerned the blue eagles had 17 while adamson only had six so that's an 11 point swing and that's a big margin considering uh, how slim uh, the final advantage was it was only six points so that's two possessions two three-point shots so Ateneo uh, still has uh, 5 games remaining in their elimination round schedule and 5 more games to determine whether uh, it would uh, be a stepladder format final 4 for men's basketball as well. And indications are leading towards that but uh, the competition in men's basketball is uh, tighter as compared to women's basketball. But even though uh, every other team is gunning for their head, the Blue Eagles at that, they always find steady contributions from everyone. And that has been their theme throughout the season. It's just uh, uh, like what uh, Mike Ngeta said in one of their uh, post-game press conferences. They have this mentality of uh, next man up. So if one struggles... Uh, somebody, else has, somebody else will pick up the slack and just uh, contribute and pull them to victory. And that was very evident in one of the games wherein uh, 30 Ravenna struggled. And Big Mike Nieto uh, contributed largely to compensate for Ravenna's struggles. And that's why they were able to keep the record immaculate. And just five games away from an outright uh, final slot and that is a testament to the approach of uh, coach Tal Baldwin wherein the team is always better than the individual wherein team play is better than somebody dominating in points and uh, it's better for them to get steady contributions from everyone as compared to one player shining and dominating the offense and throughout the nine games we hear other names like William Navarro who has already been a revelation uh, in the absence of Rafi Ferrano and also SJ Belangel, and even GM and and uh, BJ Andrade has also contributed to the cause of the Blue Eagles so Biggest question would be whether they can continue the streak, or uh, clean the slate, or run the table, if I may say. In the the elimination round, they have a good chance, but uh, there's still five games left, and as always, uh, anything can happen in basketball, especially on the men's side of basketball, because we have seen teams we thought would win but eventually lost and that's just the nature of competitiveness in the the men's side of basketball so until then uh, the the blue eagles are in uh, good condition they have already nine uh, wins and uh, as uh, previous uh, final fours would indicate that's already enough to almost guarantee them a Final Four spot, regardless of ranking. Because usually, eight wins is the magic number that would propel you to one of the top four spots. So, congratulations to the Ateneo Blue Eagles. Really they continue their good streak and AP season 82? And their their uh, style and their approach is just good for basketball. Uh, That uh, all coaches and even the younger players would watch them play because it's really uh, a team first uh, philosophy and a next man up mentality for, for the Blue Eagles and Coach Tab Baldwin. You're still tuned in to the Limahan Basketball Podcast with me, Lance Fernandez. So, in one of the post-game press conferences for the UP Fighting Maroons, Coach uh, Bo Persol mentioned that he has a team of wild stallions that are uh, running in different directions and he's trying to rein them in to... St- steer towards uh, a common path and that has been very evident throughout the first round of competition for UP. Yes, they did have a uh, 5-2 and two record. Um, it's been a while since the Fighting Maroons uh, had that kind of record after the first round but if you dissect their victories closely they won three games by a solid cherry point and the other 2 by 6 points apiece, so that's a margin of a victory of 3 points, just 1 possession. So that means that some breaks of the game just went their way. And in some of uh, those wins, they, um, they did not uh, deserve to, to win. It just so happened that they were lucky by the end and they were able to pull off the victory so and that has a psychological effect not just for the fighting maroons but more importantly to the other teams that lost to them in the first round because they now have the confidence come second round to match up with them and uh, erase their losses from round number one because as always in the UAAP the first round is always a mystery you try to adjust to the style of play that the other team is uh, employing and also try to analyze or see how specific players uh, conduct themselves inside the court so that's uh, what happened during the first round and maybe that's the reason why uh, up got five wins the challenge now for the second round is Uh, there are no more uh, surprises because you have shown everything that you've had in the first round and essentially that's how you play and it's a matter of um, dominating or uh, it's a matter of your will going up against your defender's will and uh, winning over their uh, willingness to stop you With the three-game suspension uh, to that, the three-game suspension of Coach Bob Perasol, and you now have uh, the Fighting Maroons in limbo after losing to FEU by a narrow margin, three points uh, in overtime. So again, the Fighting Maroons had a chance to pull off the victory, but the outcome did not turn their way. So they now stand at five and three, with six more games to play, and that's that should be a cause of concern for the UP faithful, most especially the coaching staff, because Coach Perasol has been, let's face it, the catalyst uh, from the bench throughout uh, his tenure as a head coach. Regardless of what you say, uh, he has been. A spark plug for, for the players that uh, play under his system and that's why there's a reason why they enjoy playing for the guy because he can steer them to victory and he runs a, an offensive uh, offensive brand of basketball and not necessarily a defensive type um, as compared to Uh, other teams in the uaap so with two more games left for coach perasol to sit down and with uh, coach ricky dandan taking over um let's see how the fighting maroons will respond will they sweep the next two games because those are very crucial games because if they end up losing the next two then are back at uh, 500 5 wins and uh, 5 losses with 4 games left to play and if they do end up reaching a 5-5 and record they would need need to win 3 of their last 4 in order to somehow guarantee them a final final 4 spot so that's the reality that the UP fighting Maroons are facing, but bottom line is, despite their 5-2 record in the first round, they now have to prove in the second round that those victories, as uh, slim their uh, advantages are, are no fluke. That they come into the second round more prepared, more cohesive, and um, they have uh, an address also. The log jams that they have in their roster, most especially uh, Richie Rivero's role in in the team, because he hasn't had that breakout game yet, and it seems like uh, he's splitting minutes with uh, Juan Gomez de Liano and they play practically the same way. So that's one of the questions that they have to answer. But the underlying question is: Are they legitimate contenders, or have they been just lucky in the first round so with uh, two games left uh, without Coach Parasol they can leave a statement in these two games to go out and play and hopefully win by bigger margins and once they sweep those games though they are now uh, essentially one win away from guaranteeing themselves a Final Four spot Delph Tupas, one of the sports writers for the Philippine Daily Inquirer, and also one of the anchors or the play-by-play guys for the Maharlika Pilipinas Basketball League, mentioned about uh, the financial concerns that some of the teams uh, ha- are handling uh, in this uh, MPBL Lacan Cup, and we have noticed some teams uh, changing sponsors in the middle of the season and it's a clear uh, indication that uh, money has been spotty for for these uh, franchises because uh, once uh, the sponsorship money runs out where do they get revenue or where do they get money to compensate the players and the coaches because for Uh, In other instances they give away tickets for free and sometimes they do charge uh, a nominal fee but that won't be enough to address the salaries that these players have. They say that the maximum salary per month for an MPBL player is 50,000 pesos and imagine if you have five guys in your squad that has that salary that's already 250,000 pesos a month and that doesn't include the other players that you have in the roster who are earning less than that so it's possible that one squad would need a million pesos a month for your salaries and where do you get that if you don't have uh, much sponsors? But in the article uh, Tupas mentioned specifically the Batan Risers who had a previous owner but that uh, owner or that uh, sponsor begged off from its obligations from the squad uh, although uh, coach uh, Jong Uichiko mentioned that the owner are still uh, trying to Fix things and try to uh, find ways to give their compensation. But uh, what's important is that they are still in communication. But regardless of whether they're still in communication or or not, bottom line is uh, the they were not able to sustain uh, the squad for 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 one season because that would be difficult. Given that you have to play 30 times, travel endless kilometers of uh, from one venue to another, and then practice and then train in your own facility, and compensate for your players, and the drag of the MLB season uh, not only wears players down but also uh, the coffers of their sponsors and that's why it's no surprise that the risers are now under new management because when you are dealing with a lengthy season there's a lot to address Uh, there's a lot of cost to address and that could uh, run up the bill and it could be too high for of these owners and they're not necessarily the top brands that we have in the Philippines and they're also pinching their their budgets uh, to be able to keep their business going also so with that in mind could it be that the MPBL expanded too much too soon it started with only a handful of teams It expanded to 26 and now it's 31. And word has it that there are other teams trying to join. It's just that founder and senator Manny Pacquiao did not give them the green light because they realized that they already had too much teams, 31. And teams are just in the midway point uh, on the average of their... Uh, regular season so they still have another half of opponents to compete with before they even reach the playoffs. Uh, The NBA can do it because their their money, their uh, budget is limitless regardless of the issue that they are being embroiled right now with uh, that tweet by Rockets GM Daryl Morey. Uh, the, The NBA is a global entity they can uh, easily earn what they might lose from China with the other territories that they have but beyond the NBA and going back to the MPBL they don't have the capability to to have uh, that big of a treasury so to speak and that's why a lot of teams are in dire need of financial uh, assistance just to be able to survive the season possibly and you can attribute that to the sudden expansion because now the schedule is lengthier and therefore you have to uh, uh, give salaries for more months to these players and for some of them this is their main revenue stream so can't afford to lose it so what could uh, the FPBL do well aside from getting a lot of sponsors if uh, there will be uh, another season uh, next uh, next year uh, it won't be a problem if they downsize the number of teams and trim it to Uh, the ones that are financially sustainable and uh, have attractive rosters possibly Uh, they started with 12 and I think that's a good number and if they did expand for the next season it should have been up until like 20 teams only at least they can still manage the schedule the finances wouldn't be as challenging and of course on the production side travel from one place to another wouldn't be that taxing wouldn't be that uh, difficult and challenging so if um, there's a reason or there's a way to reduce the teams then so be it at least you still get the best of the best, best players also and you have a shorter schedule uh you will have uh, Less finances needed to sustain the entire league. Also, a uh, salary cap would be nice—not uh, just a limit for the monthly salary of players, but a salary cap monthly for the entire squad. And last but not the least, a, a draft pick would be nice to build uh, fan loyalty. That. The player that they're rooting for right now wouldn't jump ship in the middle of the season be it through trade or the the franchise folding so I do hope that the MPBL will be able to address this matter and it's a real matter because it's already one of the anchors of the league who is writing an article like this highlighting the money constraints that some of the teams are suffering and they feel the pinch of their their wallets already but it is a it's still a a viable product it's an entertaining product but I do hope some sponsors will pump in needed money um, for every team I do hope that they realize that it's on on paper, it's good that you have 31 teams, but on the other hand you still have to compensate for the production costs and of course the salaries of the players. And the long season could be the main reason why teams are feeling the pinch of their money. So Dubai in the United Arab Emirates became the battlefield or the battleground for both the Philippine Basketball Association and the Maharlika Pilipinas Basketball League over the weekend, wherein they conducted uh, a string of games for legal games or legit games for for both uh, leagues. But it's very evident that. It's still the PBA who is uh, the top dog when it comes to basketball uh, just by the sheer crowd that they were able to attract at the Coca-Cola arena as compared to the crowd that witnessed the MPBL games and the reality is aside from Manny Pacquiao and of course the actors uh, Gerald Anderson and Derek Ramsey um, there's no one else to watch in, in the MPBL side of things. On the other hand, you have uh, Rabbit or Die Hard fans from the Filipino contingent that witnessed the, uh, the PBA version. And no wonder that uh, it was a sold out uh, festivity. And that's why the PBA is now looking at conducting the Dubai games uh, annually and increase the stakes of um, the succeeding versions that they're now looking at the possibility of conducting finals game if not an all-star game in Dubai But considering both options the all-star game is harder to coordinate As compared to the finals game because you only have to send two teams and their personnel there whereas if it's an all-star game then all the players would want to go to Dubai not only the all-stars but everyone in the PBA because they would like to squeeze in some vacation time during the the season break because uh, the PBA shuts down during uh, the all-star weekend and it's a good indication that, regardless of how poor the attraction and the gates that the PBA attract here in the Philippines, that they're still appreciated by the fans abroad who rarely see live games, that they can only enjoy matches uh, either live or delayed on television. And that's why they pounce at the opportunity to be able to witness their idols play in the flesh. And by hands down, uh, the PBA is still the top league in in the country regardless of what other people say. Regardless of the PBA losing its aura towards its uh, main crowd. That's still a matter of fact. But if um, they have been successful in conducting games in Dubai, which is uh, a hodgepodge for Filipinos who are working there, and some have lived there for, for decades, then they could also explore bringing the games to other countries where there are a lot of filipinos also that the PVA suddenly becomes becomes rather a global brand already that you bring the games to other territories as well much like the NBA so you can look at other countries like Saudi Arabia or even Australia or maybe even the United States or in there's a big contingent of Filipinos, especially in California. Just imagine the draw that a PBA game in California would get. Of course, uh, these are all in the horizon. And uh, uh, kudos to Commissioner Willie Marchand and of course everyone who was involved in pulling this off. And most especially the the players who... Entertain the crowd with such uh, intense games. Just imagine uh, San Miguel winning over N Lex by 4 points, 98 94. And then the following day, despite being down 28 points, N Lex surprised the crowd favorite, Barangay Hinebra Kings, to win in overtime, 113 111. So, it's those kinds of uh, intense games that those Filipinos in Dubai are clamoring and looking for and not just the fact that these are the more popular basketball players in the land. So, PBA in Dubai is a good initiative. Uh, I hope to see more of it uh, in, in the coming seasons but it would be more interesting or it would be better if they also explore other territories we're in there are a lot of Filipinos because that would be good for the image of the PBA that would be good for the fans overseas more importantly um that's um, uh, a positive step towards uh making PBA uh, an attractive commodity again and we've come to the end of another episode of the Limahan Basketball Podcast thank you very much for listening and tuning in be sure to catch uh, games uh, at the MPBL Lacan Cup happening at the Core Strike Gym on October 10th. The first game will be the Soxergen Marlins against the Nueva Ecija Mee at 4 and then at 6.30 the Pampanga Giant Lanterns will be facing off the Zamboanga Family's Brand Sardines. And then the main event... At 8.30, it will be the home team, the Pacora City Strikers, against the Cebu City Sharks. That will be live on Liga ABS-CBN Sports in Action, and the I Want App. Meanwhile, one day later, on October 11, the PBA will conduct its games in continuation of the Governor's Cup at the Mall of Asia Arena. 4.30, it will be the Colombian Jeep against the Blackwater Elite. And then at 7, it would be the Magnolia Hotshots from once up against the San Miguel Piermen. Once again, this has been Lance Fernandez, always telling you that life is a ball. Never give up until the final buzzer. Thank you and God bless.